Thank you, Pastor. You know, here the, the pastor talking about all the activities. You think we had about 500 people here, you know? It's amazing, but, you know, I'll tell you what. It's, it's good to be uh, an active member of what's going on here. That's, that's, that's so important. That's, a, that's where our heart is, and I thank the Lord for the opportunity and pastor, and he's talking about helping and ministering to other other people, other ministries. Um, I've seen him give to traveling ministries when he had great need, his own self, in his own body. And he gave his heart is to help and to minister and to encourage. And I'll tell you what, that's a tremendous mindset that we need for our leader ahead of us. It's going to keep us busy, but it's, it's the heart of God. It's the heart of God that... that uh, that we help one another, that we show that we're together in this and we're not just all by ourselves. So, you know, praise the Lord for this. His timing when he's going to build and whatever he's going to do, it's his timing. You know, it's not it's not our ours to say. And I appreciate that about Pastor. He is a he's got some patience here. He's a patient man. We just trust the Lord, don't we, Pastor? Just whatever he brings our way. Here we are getting down to the end of twenty twenty. What, does somebody say yay for that or what, huh? Praise the Lord, I tell you. We made it with the help of the Lord here. Uh, getting down toward the end of the year, I was thinking, um, it seems like sometimes people get involved in this making resolutions, New Year's resolutions, you know. Uh, do we have anyone here that does that type of a thing? You know, I'm going to do this and starting, you know, three days from now, I'm going to, I'm going to quit drinking coffee, you know, no more coffee. And then they give them about a week, and next thing you know, they're drinking Red Bull, about a half a dozen of them a day. You know, so I don't, does that count? I don't think so. I think it's, a, it's a, some kind of a, a way of wanting to do the right thing, but not really having the, the mindset to do it. So I want to talk a little bit tonight about, you know, if the Lord gives you something to do, he gives you the heart for it as well. It's not just an easy come, easy go. You stick through it through some hard times. And I know each one here has been through some things that, that would curl your hair, you know, but yet the Lord saw us through. He saw us through, and it's, that's his intention to see us through. He doesn't want us to wish upon a star Hopefully it all works out good. It, does, it doesn't work like that in the kingdom of the Lord. He, it, it's, it's founded in his word. It's founded in his heart for his children that he wants to help and do everything that he can to help outside of letting us just have free run of everything. I don't believe in that. I believe the Lord's very ordered, and he watches over us very careful to make sure if I give you something good, are you going to go out and waste it? But here we are. We are coming to the end of the year. Maybe we can start next year with a, with a, um, a different, I shouldn't even say a different, I know everybody's heart's pretty good here, but just a more fervency in our worship and our praise and what we can do for the Lord. Look around us. You don't have to look very far to see that this world is spiraling out of condition and out of shape. So it's churches that carry the word of God are going to stand in the, in the gap and be strong. I'm telling you, it's what it's gonna, it's what it's gonna take. It's gonna take us uh, being uh, uh, trustworthy in the kingdom of God. So I want to talk a little bit tonight 
But the Lord kind of laid in my heart as kind of a long drawn out thing here. And we'll try to shorten it up if I can. But it kind of spins off the fact of sometimes we want to do good for the Lord, but we we're not able to. We kind of lose our way or we lose. But if we watch the Lord and we listen to him, he's going to make sure that we're successful, that the, that things are going to work right in our life. So it, it, we know that this uh, scripture, John uh, 14, 6 says, Jesus Christ himself is the way and the truth and the life. He says he's the way, the truth, and the life. You think about that. He's the way. There are a lot of ways to go in the world. But he says, I am the right way. I'm the only way. I'm the way that's going to get you to where you want to be. And the truth. He's not just the way to go do something, but he has a truth that we follow. That's the path. We walk on the truth as we're following what the Lord has for us, where he wants us to go. And at the end of all of that, he's the life. What was missing in the resolution was the life. I want to do this, I want to do that, but it never happens because the life isn't there. The desire in the life that says, I'm going to, I'm seeing this, I really mean this. You know, we can, we can say some things and not mean them, but when it comes to these things of the Lord, we need to mean it. We need to make sure that we are on the right track. So if we've gone astray, <clears throat> if we've drifted away a little bit, Something, sometimes we can drift away. We need to be careful. But if we've gone astray from the way, it's because we've strayed from Jesus Christ. It's not hard. It's not hard to figure out. If I find I'm cold in church and I'm cold to the things of God right now, you've lost connection with Jesus Christ. He's the one that's going to give you encouragement in your heart. He's the one that's going to build you up and strengthen you and see you through the hard times. Or maybe somebody hurt your feelings. Go to Jesus Christ. That's where our strength and our help is. So it's easy sometimes to get lost and, 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 and lose our fervency of the, of the things of God. But this tells me that there's an answer. Jesus is the way. He's the answer. If we get hurt, we get some problems that we don't know quite where it came from. We just take it to the Lord, and he will work those things out in our own lives. Don't let the devil come in and plant some things in your heart or in our heart, and it begins to ferment, and next thing you know, we got a real problem. That's what happens. We need to know. We go right to Jesus right now. If I have a problem, Lord, help me with this. I'll tell you, it's nothing that I haven't lived through, and I'm sure probably everybody else has gone through it as well. I'm sure everybody's real not nice and kind to pastor all the time. Lord, I love you. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's what we do. Thank you, Jesus. Appreciate you so much for helping me. And don't let the devil get a root in our heart because he can. That's what he's trying to do. He's got a lot of people that are lost out in, uh, in, uh, in darkness, and they don't even know it. They think they're following the things of the Lord. But there's no power there. So if we, um, if we get that place, let's look at our relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not just a doctrine about him or knowledge of him or the experience of the blessings that he gives. He can give. It is his own living presence. 
his own living presence. Remember the old timers would say, you pray till you pray through. They finally touched his hem of his garment. And I don't know. I don't do that myself. I, man, well, you know, I just blame me. I look at me and I say, you know, I remember my folks living like that all the time. Do I do that? No, not enough. Not enough. But it's not all these things about Jesus. None of that. It's him himself in our life. That's why he came down here, that he could come in and take up residency in our own heart and live in us. And so that's that's this parting of the strength that the Lord wants us to have that come from him. Jesus Christ himself is the way. Then it also says that he's the resurrection and the life. You know, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the fundamental miracle. Better hold this up here. Is the fundamental miracle of our faith. We have no faith at all if Christ wasn't raised. If he's still in that tomb, we have no faith. We just got a nice story we want to tell. But our faith should be keyed on on that fact that he was raised from the dead. And he has that power to live after death, to come back to life after death. I know us, when we come into the things of the Lord, how do we come in? All happy and joyful and everything? No, we're dead. We're dead. We can't do it anymore. I've lost my way. I don't know how to get out of this. So I come to the Lord, and guess what? He is the way and the truth and the life. Just what I needed when I was dead. I needed every one of those when I was dead. But the resurrection of Jesus is the fundamental miracle of our faith. Without the resurrection, Jesus is just another prophet. And a voice proclaiming empty words. Empty words. Without him being raised from the dead. A lot of people say it, but we never see it. Never happens. Through his resurrection power, he cleanses us from our sins. He heals us from our diseases. He revives us. He is power and he is love. I don't know if that anybody else stands outside of those needs, uh, but Jesus can handle all of those in our life. He's able, and we appreciate him so much. And if you ever need a resurrection power in your life, you go to the Lord. He has it. <clears throat> His resurrection power is more than just a tenet of our faith. It is a proclamation that this same Jesus who, was, who died for our sins uh, and the sins of the world is alive and gives life to his people. He's alive and he shares his life with his people. The people that want, that want to know him, want to know him. Let me see, I think I got a scripture on that. Hallelujah. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life and he that believeth in me Though he were dead, yet shall he live. How does the Lord do that? Oh, I don't know. Only he can do it. All I know is I was dead one moment, and I was alive the next. I felt something going on in my heart that I'd never felt my whole life, and I'm alive. And so his life he gave to me. 
He died and raised again. I can come to him and be raised again. And each one of us can. We be raised again because of his power that he gives us. It's more than just a tenet of our faith, something that we believe. It's an actual experience that we have. And I believe everyone here. And if you haven't, it's there for the, for the grasping, for the having of the Lord. The presence of the Lord into our life will build us up and strengthen us and give us a, a, a presence that we're, and an assurance that we're not alone in this. We go through some hard times sometimes. We need them the times when we wonder if we're the only one going through this, but we're not if we know the Lord. And I'm telling you all, we are so blessed that we could come in here and hear the words of life, sing the songs to our Savior, be blessed and touched and encouraged by those around us. People out in the world don't have that. I don't know what they do. I guess they drink or whatever, whatever else is available. But I thank the Lord that we can stand in here and we can behold and of sound mind and know the Lord and be encouraged and not looking at all the doom and gloom around us and say, the Lord is on our side. Who can be against us? Who can be against us? Nobody can. Romans 8, 11 says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken or bring life into your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. He will quicken our mortal bodies and bring his power and his life into us. And I think there's many that's experienced that. But, you know, sometimes we just need to hear it again. Troubles and all this. Don't watch much of the news. It'll just get you down. You know what I mean? That's the devil out there. That's the world. That's what they live in. We don't have to live in that. I don't think we should be ignorant of what's going on, but I think we be careful where we, we must guard our heart. We guard our heart and don't let the devil come in and set up a, an anger or whatever it is in our heart. We guard our heart that we can walk in the presence of the Lord and walk in and just be honest and pure and true to him and not all filled with anger and, and all those things. You know, that's the devil's kingdom. The Lord's kingdom isn't like that. The way, the truth, and the life. <clears throat> this new life that we receive from him is the same power of God that came into the disciples. Nothing different. The same power that came into Peter, James, and John, and all the disciples. <clears throat> this is the power of God displayed. John 11, 1. <clears throat> John eleven twenty five. 25, I'm sorry. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. And he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. That's the Lord saying that. That's Lord Jesus saying that. Well, he doesn't know my problems. He don't know what I'm going through right now. No, you got your eye on your problems, and you're looking at that more than you're looking at Jesus Christ, the one that's the answer. I mean, he comes to give us an answer to give us a help in these things and not put us under these, these burdens that we can't bear, but we can look to him. And when we call out to him with a, with a need like that, he listens. He cares. <clears throat> he cares what we go through. <clears throat> so it's the same power that Peter, James, and John, and all the disciples received. And look what they went through. 
They were able to even stand up and give their own life for the cause. That's how uh, confident and sure they were in what they had experienced in Jesus Christ, that they would even give their life for that. And I know there's people around the world right now that are giving up their life and giving up their freedoms for the things of God. That, that means to me, that meant that's real to them. It's real to them, and I believe it's real to us. Thank the Lord we haven't had to answer to gunpoint, but, you know, if, if that's where the call is, if that's what comes to us, then I have to say, Lord Jesus, you're the real, not this. This isn't. And why would we fight sometimes so hard not to go to heaven? You ever think about that? None of us want to die. I understand that. But it goes that deep into our heart that the love that we have for the Lord, if, that, if that's asked of us, and which I hope it's not, but if that's asked of us, he's there to meet us. He's not too small for that. He's not too weak for that. He's able to handle it all. And so that's the beauty about him. He's the resurrection and the life. The res- not just the resurrection, here I am, but the life that he puts in our heart. And when we go down to the altar, and we give our heart to the Lord and we, we just basically <clears throat> share everything that we have with the Lord. And he comes in and he sees nothing but death in us. But he has ability to heal us and take that from us and put his spirit back into our life and into our heart that we can stand strong and know him, know the maker of heaven and earth. We have that option. We don't have to go very far. We just go before the Lord and take it to him. Hallelujah. So sometimes our way that we go and we walk with the Lord could even call it a a torturous type way, a struggle maybe sometimes. It leaves the flesh. What it does is it leaves the flesh on nothing to feed. And I think that's where the Lord wants us. He doesn't want us to be down in the mouth and, 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 and living in drudgery all the time. But the Lord doesn't want to have to constantly watch us battle the, the needs of the flesh and the desires of the flesh and then the desires of the Spirit of the Lord. That's where we find ourselves in that battle. So sometimes the Lord puts us in places that will cause us to make a choice. We make a choice whether I'm going to accept this this old way of doing things, which I understand it and I know it, and I've been able to survive through it, or I can accept Jesus. And I'm not quite sure what he's going to do in my life, but I guarantee you it's not going to be bad. It's going to be good. But we don't know, and it's funny how sometimes people will choose something bad in their life because it's the only thing they know and yet turn away from that something that's good for them and we see it all the time i mean this is i believe the church is is a prime example of that people turn away from the things of of god and from the church because i don't quite know what's going on and i understand you know not all of them are are um, <clears throat> um preaching the word true you know, but we just have to do what we have to do. And if we can reach people and touch them with the power of the Lord and the comfort of his presence 
in their life. It goes a long way in people's lives. Somebody talked to every one of us here. Somebody ministered to every one of us to show us the right way to go. And I just pray that we begin to equip ourselves for more of that because there's a lot of people going to be down and out out there, and we have the words of life in our life. Yet though the risen Christ is our source of new life and power, it is Christ himself that we need to seek and not the power. The power or the anointing is what frees us, but that comes only by knowing him and obeying him and his word. It's open for all of us. We just have to obey. And you know, human nature, fallen nature that we receive from from Adam and Eve, we are our own authorities. We have this knowledge of good and evil. Pastor Rodney preached on a couple years ago now. Yeah. The problem is we can't discern the difference. We know it, but we don't have we don't have the presence, the spirit of the Lord in us to help us ward off the things of the devil. If we get in there without being trained in the Lord, we get in and we can get hurt because we think we got it all together and the devil's laughing. Come on over. Let me show you something else. You like that tree? That's pretty good. Let me show you something else. You know? But we know that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And I'm not saying anything that hasn't been said here many times. Jesus Christ. I, my heart hurts sometimes when, when I hear about, and please don't take me wrong when I say this, but when I hear people giving the Holy Ghost the, the uh, uh, credit for things. You know, I believe the Holy Spirit. I believe the Spirit of the Lord comes down and helps and heals us. But Jesus is the one that paid the price. He's the one to walk this ground. He knows what he's talking about when he knows what we go through and what we struggle against. He knows. So we go to Jesus because he's the one that gave his life on the cross. We might have life and have it more abundantly. That's what the Lord gives us. He gives us that. It's not, it's not religion. Religion is not going to do any of us any good. It has to be the knowledge of Jesus Christ himself. Himself. We don't need any third party or whatever. And I, I don't, don't want to get into all of that, but I thank the Lord for Jesus. Thank the Lord for him. He's the one that come to minister to us, to give his life that we could sit here and stand here and feel free in our spirit. Feel free in our spirit. That's a terrible place. I'll never want to go back there again. It's not fun. Not fun. So we have this little struggle sometimes. A hardship comes our way to help us to weed ourselves away from the needs of the flesh, from the needs that we are raised up with. Who knows? Sometimes we have situations in our life that came from our families, and we have to deal with that. But I'm telling you what. The Lord is able. He's able to heal us all no matter what generation, no matter where it started. He's always able to heal it. And let's be the first one maybe 
in our family. Hmm? I know pastors from a family of pastors and pastors and pastors. Praise the Lord. That bloodline gets cleaned out from a lot of stuff. But I'm telling you what, if we're sitting in this room tonight and we have the presence of the Lord in our life and we're the only one in our family, it's time to start right now in our family. We start right now and we say, Lord Jesus, help my family. Bring them before them because might not the neighbor next door might not do it. But we need to do it. I don't want the devil, I don't want any of us to think that we don't have the power from on high to pray for people and to lift people up and to care for them because we were dead once and now we're alive. You know what the life is? The life is the strength and the ability and the insight to touch and to heal people that need it. And so that's what I, I just feel in my heart that he's... He died for that purpose that we could take it on to ourselves like he did in our order that he's put for us to stay. He doesn't need any freelance. We don't need any freelance out there, but just to recognize and to know that Jesus Christ dwells in me. It's the same Jesus that was before. It's the same Lord. He gives us that power and authority. So it's important that we recognize that, you know, we say the name of Jesus so often, maybe sometimes we don't even realize his reality to us, you know. I, mean, I just say, just think about that. Let's just think about that and ponder those things. Lord, where are you in this? I need to feel your presence. It's important. The people out there that are lost need to feel his presence as well. So it's important that we we know his way so we can be the bearer of the truth in strength. And it's not how strong we are physically, it's how far and how much we know spiritually about the Lord. Because he'll use anybody, you know, he'll use anybody that's equipped to be used. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I had a lot of other notes I was going to say, but I, I just felt very strong in this. What I can share with you tonight is that don't let the devil tell you you can't do something. If the Lord calls you to go pray for somebody or go touch somebody or, or whatever, just, just do it. I'll take a little freedom, Pastor, to say that. I think this church is going to fill up. I'm just telling you. There's too much good ministry going on here to just stay a little quiet little little church when the word gets out when things begin to move and in 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 this time this church is going to fill up because i tell you what this has the the word of truth is preached here and we do it with honor and respect and all the things that are from his kingdom and that's where we live we live in his kingdom so we need to can we make a spiritual uh, resolution a spiritual resolution you know we can all quit drinking coffee and whatever but I think we need to I think I need to we need to make a spiritual resolution which is to get closer to him that good next year and I know we're already we're, we think we're close we want to get closer we're going to get close to Jesus that he will use us as he wants to use us 
and that he will fix us and heal us where we need to be healed. He'll touch us where we need to be touched so we can stand and do what the Lord wants us to do. And that's important. These last days, I don't want to see these people running around here and needing help, and I can't do anything about it. No, no. No more. No more. No more. Brother Dave, no more. No more. The Lord is here, and he's strong, and he wants to do good here in this body that loves him and respects him and honors him and his ways. Lord, I just thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Jesus. How can we bless you anymore, Lord, than just offer our life to you? Everything that you give us, our substance and everything, Lord, we offer to you tonight to be used of you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness already, Lord. Not that we're looking down on anything, Lord. We appreciate it all. We're just almost beggars holding our hand out saying, Lord, fill me. Fill me. Fill each one of us here tonight, Lord. And we bless you, Jesus. We thank you. And we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.